הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר. קדוש אם אשר בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם. נחרן נובה מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, today we're going to finish off תורה 72, starting with where we left off, ועל כן. ועל כן, and therefore, מי שיש עליו דינים חס ושלום, one who has judgments upon him. ויש לו איזה צרה, he has some sort of anguish. רחמני צאן, heaven forbid, may God have mercy. צריך לראות ולהשתדל מאוד להינצל מהיצר הרע אז. A person needs to see, to put a lot of effort to be saved from this יצר הרע. בגלל זה אני אגיד, this anguish, these judgments are the supernal יצר הרע we talked about. So you have to put as much effort as you possibly can to be saved from this יצר הרע. כי עיקר היצר הרע הוא מעדנים. For the essential יצר הרע is actually with regard to these judgments that we're talking about. כי אפילו היצר הרע האב והגשמי של החירות הדמים Because even this coarse and this vulgar yetzerah of the turbidity of the blood that we talked about above with regard to physical ta'avot and all this stuff. It's certain that this yetzerah is more exalted, has a more exalted root than itself. And this yetzerah above this physical one has another root above itself, has another source. That's above it. Because there's many levels of the Yetzirah. And there's the Yetzirah that isn't as physical, as materialistic. That it's not from the turbidity of the blood, but it's just a very fine husk, a very fine klipa. So let's go to the asterisk. Rabbeinu teaches us that there is also with regard to coming close to Hashem Yitbarach a very great Yitzhara, Klomar, which means to say, that sometimes too much passion and fire beyond the proper limits of what you should have beyond a proper measure is actually from the Yitzhara. As we learned in lesson one, this idea that the Yitzhara sometimes disguises itself in mitzvot, right, to make you do too much. Because this is the aspect of what it says. Perhaps they will break through. It's brought over there. This idea that, um, that there had to be some sort of boundary around Hasinai so as Am Yisrael would not want to break through so that they would want to run up the mountain. Why? Because sometimes the person fires so strong that he wants to break all the, the he wants to break his vessel to do something holy but it's too much sometimes. And Rabbanu says this is very dangerous. This is a huge Yitzhara. For there is a great Yitzhara that begins when a person wants to come close to Hashem. And this is why, with regard to the giving of the Torah at Har Sinai, Hashem warned Moshe Rabbanu in Shemot chapter 19, Go down and warn the nation, perhaps they will break through, uh, lest they will break through to want to see God. For Israel was at a very great level at that time. And Moshe needed to warn them with regard to the Yitzhara that occurs when a person is beginning to come close, when he feels that fire. Okay. That's a level of the Yitzhara Rabban was teaching us. Rabban teaches us that we just explained that there is one Yitzhara above the other, above the physical Yitzhara. Um, 
which is a fair, there's above the level of the Yetzara, which is very physical. There's a Yetzara, which is a fine klipa. But this Yetzara of a fine klipa is not a Yetzara of those who are holy people, people who have wisdom and that. Wisdom and that. Because by these people who have Chokhmah and that, the Yetzara is only up above, which is this holy angel, which is this aspect of Gvorot um, and Dinim. Of severities and judgment. And, um, and this is the ultimate and supernal root of all the evil inclinations that exist. From the Yetzirah that is the highest to the lowest Yetzirah that is the most physical and polluted. The one that is foolish, idiotic, and stupid. Which is what? The turpidity of the blood. That is the most foolish one. Now, Rabbanu tells us, um, if I'm not mistaken, in Shifre Aran or somewhere of the sort, that he says that already in his youth, that he already completely destroyed his physical ta'avot and already attained the Malach Kadosh in his, in his youth. So we can already imagine what we're talking about here, of this level of tzaddik that we are explaining. Um, therefore, that when there's judgments on a person, because of the fact that dinim and judgments are upon him, which is the root of all the evil inclinations that exist, this is why his yetzara that he possesses becomes very strong against him. And you need very much to put a lot of effort and reinforce yourself upon this. And no, that the evil connection of the majority of the world, which is the turbidity of the blood, is an extremely great foolishness and madness, stupidity. A person does not commit a sin unless a spirit of foolishness enters him. Because the truth is, there is a Spirit of foolishness of sin, which is a great Sheuchacham Gadol, which is um, wiser than all the other things in the world, which is a greater wise man than all the other things in the world. And nonetheless, it is still a spirit of foolishness. But this spirit of foolishness of the entire world. Is actually stud mamash literal stupidity, foolishness, evil, daft, petty, foolishness, from sugar and madness. Meaning, to commit any sin, there's this concept of washtut. Um, and it's possible that this washtut that makes a person commit any sort of pgam or, or sin. So we see here that with regard to the yetzera of the very great wise men, even there, there is the concept over there of a washtut. Um, and this Ruach Shtut is, um, is a wise Yetzara, meaning that it's not some sort of foolish thing that we're talking about here on the, on the physical plane, the physical level of Tavat Nyuv and all the other turbidity, the Yetzara with regard to the turbidity, turbidity of the blood. Meaning, as we said above, that it's a greater wise man than the entire world, meaning the entire world isn't dealing with a Yetzara like this. But yet, nonetheless, it's still Ruach Shtut, Rabbeinu says. It's just the Ruach Shtut of the majority of the world is completely stupid. It's just that this Ruach Shtut of sin um, <clears throat> of this sin that we're talking about a higher level, yes, it's wiser. 
has a has a more complex nature to it. And indeed, one can see that there's several people that they have thoughts of idol worship. And at the time when they're beginning to pray, an image of, a, of an idol worship, literally an image of an idol comes to them and stands right in front of them while they're praying. Even though they know that it's not real, nonetheless, it still overcomes this person and and challenges this person very much. And this image takes shape and stands before me. It's very difficult for this person to get rid of this in his imagination. Um, and to purify his thought from this. And now you'll see. Isn't there nothing more foolishness and mad than what we're talking about right now? Rabban was asking. Meaning, the fact that there's literally a Yitzhak right in front of you, in your eyes, and you literally know it's not there. And this could be anything. This could be an inappropriate image in your mind. Whatever it could be, according to what a person's suffering with. There's literally nothing more foolish because it's not even there. And it's certain that anyone who's troubled with these sort of images and these illusions, it's very difficult for him to save himself and remove them from his mind, from his thoughts. And the more this person exerts himself and throws his head and shakes his head here and there, the more the image gets stronger and stronger. Because this is the specialty and the nature of these evil inclinations that are this polluted. Because the more you want to overpower these uh, Yetzirah with your thought, the more and more they try to overpower you. Because it's just like a person that's fleeing from something. And he's looking over his shoulder over that thing which he's fleeing from. That thing obviously is going to, to trouble you even more because you're looking over your shoulder. It's tra- you see it coming close to you. Because he didn't turn his mind away from it. He's still looking back. Only on the contrary. The fact that you're constantly looking back with your thought over this image that is present in front of you. And Rabbeinu tells us, understand this well. Meaning the more they're strong, the more the, the reason why they get so strong is because you're shaking your head. You're doing, you're doing this because you're, you're giving it more strength by the fact that it's like you're looking back at it and it's like, you're paying too much attention to it. And one time, Rabenu says that he had a, a student come to him with these thoughts that um, Rabenu um, is going to give him a piece of advice that we're about to see right now. But the student came to him with, um, with the suffering that he was telling Rabenu that every time he used to pray, he used to have this image of a naked idol in front of him and he couldn't get rid of it. So now Rabenu is going to tell us the secret of all this stuff. And behold, it's known that to anyone who is trapped in this, and he has all these bad thoughts, um, may we be spared from this. Each and every person can understand that this is great foolishness and madness. That all of this stems because of the uh, turbidity of the blood, because of the mind's dirtiness and confusion. Because it's known to everyone that the Avodah Zarah is literally not there, that this idol worship that you're thinking about is literally not there. And nonetheless, it's still very difficult to remove his mind from them. 
from this Yitzhara, from this Avodah sorry, because his mind has already been confused and turbid because of this. Because of this. The same is true of all these promiscuous thoughts that the majority of the world have. Specifically, when they see it with their eyes, for example, when they cross paths with a woman, and specifically when he wants to be a holy and upright person, but he does not want these immoral thoughts. And he, then he shakes his head and he wants to remove this bad thought from him. And the more he shakes his head, the more these thoughts of this woman or whatever it may be get stronger. Truth is, anyone who has a little dot, anyone who has that, this is a great foolishness in front of him. And it's not considered to him. It is an accomplishment. To, it is not an accomplishment to him um, for not having undesirable thoughts. Meaning, for him, a person who has that, it's not even a, a level to say that uh, he didn't have bad thoughts because this is the most foolish of all the Taravot. And he didn't even need to, to throw his head and to move his head from here to there. And just like by the majority of the world, these immor- this, um, to the majority of the world, these thoughts of idol worship are complete madness and foolishness. The same is true of this person who has a little bit of that, that these thoughts of sexual promiscuity and immorality are literally nothing to him. They're a complete foolishness. So just like the world today is not tested with idol worship, we don't really have this desire to worship an idol, that we think of it as complete foolishness. The same is true of a person who has a little bit of that, the way he feels about um, sexual immorality. So that is a comparison that you can understand to help you understand that it's possible to defeat this Tava completely. And it's brought in the Zohar, in Kedoshim. That Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, when he used to see a beautiful, when he used to see beautiful women, he used to say, do not turn to the idols. As it's brought down in the verse, in Vayikha, chapter 19, verse 4 over there. For these um, women, these beautiful women are in comparison to Elilim, idols. And just like immoral thoughts of this idol worship is complete foolishness as revealed to the entire world, and none of the world is tested in this really. Um, the same is true according to those people who, are bad, who have that, that these um, immoral thoughts of promiscuity are complete foolishness and madness, just like we completely look down upon this idea, idea of idol worship. Therefore, the main rectification is this. Anyone who's trapped in these bad thoughts, whether it's promisc- promiscuous thoughts, whether it's uh, thoughts of Avodah Zarah, idol worship, God forbid. He has no rectification. The main thing is that he has to sanctify and purify his body. That's the real rectification. So that his blood is purified and uh, refined. And that he should travel and go to the true wise person. And this wise person will show this man the pathways of tshuva, the pathways of wisdom. 
proper advice for every single thing. Then he will be able to subdue his uncircumcised heart. And this man will return and do tshuva and be healed. That's what Rabbeinu says the main tikkun. For people like the world, like us, who are stuck in these tavot, that we have to be completely, we have to completely nullify ourselves to the, to the true chacham, the tzaddik, like Rabbeinu, and attach ourselves to the advice and really listen with your ears to what the tzaddik is telling you because he has advice for every single thing. But as long as your body is still not purified and sanctified, there's no rectification um, with regard to that um, um, there's no rectification with what to overcome yourself and to strengthen yourself. And this person has great sufferings with regard to how to remove these bad thoughts, because the person, the more he tries to remove them, the stronger they get. So Rabban was saying, the main thing is to purify the body. And the way to do this is to come to the tzaddik. The chacham. Rabban tells us also, he adds another element, that sadness, atzvut, we're not talking about brokenheartedness. Look in, um, in Sichot Aran, in Sichot uh, the Rabbeinu says over there that sadness and brokenheartedness are two opposites. Sadness, depression stems from the spleen um, and brokenheartedness stems from the heart. And brokenheartedness is very precious before Hashem. Sadness is something Hashem hates. So Rabbeinu says sadness is like a person who gets angry over God over the things that happen to him. But brokenheartedness is like the feeling a person has when he feels so far from God that he feels longing and this real Tremendous pain over the fact that he feels distance from his father in heaven. That's the difference between the two. So he says, sadness is very damaging. And when, you have, when you're in sadness, you give tremendous strength to this corporeal and physical discourse. Therefore, Rabbeinu says, on the contrary, if a person fears, wants to fear God, he wants to fear God, he wants to pray, he doesn't want these bad thoughts. You have to not pay attention to them at all. Do not care about what's standing in front of you. Literally don't care. Do whatever you need to do with what, that which you're involved in. But Torah, whether it's in stunning Torah, or whether it's in prayer, or whether it's in business, do not pay attention to them at all. And just like I heard with regard to the story of one person, Rabban was saying this right now. The story with, that he had with his student. That at the time when this person began to pray, um, that the image of a non-Jewish idolater would stand before him. Um, would stand before him um, while he was praying. And he had a great um, affliction from this. And all that he wanted to overcome and to overpower these this bad thought. It became even stronger. And the wise person advised him that he should not, that he should not care about it. Let it, let the 
let the non-Jewish idolater stand in front of him. Sorry, I explained the story a little bit, a little bit differently earlier, but as uh, we can see here, this is what it, he's talking about. Rabban was talking about. Rabban is telling us just like this wise person, advise this man. What did he advise this man to do? Just do whatever he needs to do and pray. Do whatever you gotta do. Just pray. Do not pay attention to that what's in front, to that which is in front of you. With this, that's how you get rid of it. Rabbeinu tells us though, this advice is only for a moment. This advice is only for a person who hasn't yet sanctified his body yet. The main thing is to sanctify and purify yourself. Go to the wise man. And the wise man will give you proper advice for every single thing. Who is that wise man? Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi Nachman. As uh, there's many wise men who can give you many pieces of advice. But um, Rabbeinu knows the advice for everyone. As Rabbeinu said, one time he was traveling on a, on a chariot. On, he was traveling on a wagon, sorry. And he saw that the rider knew the streets of uh, Eastern Europe, like the back of his hand. And the driver was actually bragging to Rabbeinu about how he knew these streets so well. But Rabbeinu said, the same thing is with me that I traveled all the pathways of all the previous tzaddikim, of all the pathways of the Avot, of all the greatest tzaddikim in our history. And he attained the pathway that was... Under, that he understood the, the, the best way to come to Hashem Midbar, the highest way to come to Hashem. Understanding, going through all the other pathways, he saw one pathway that encompassed all the rest. And uh, this is all by the true tzaddik, by Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Maybe you have the merit to attach yourselves to him. And to continue with the lessons, because we're going to see there's tremendous advice with every single lesson Rabbeinu gives. May we just have the nullification, the humility to accept, and the passion, the ratzon, the desire the will to fulfill.